Our next play, within a play, opens with the butler holding a gun, standing over a body. The butler assures us that things are not what they seem and that this is not a simple case of the butler what did it. And now, A Murdered Mystery by Carl Garner. Um, I'm sure you're wondering what's going on. I, I can assure you it's not as it first appears. I know, a butler, a gun, a body lying on the floor. You may have even heard some gunshots earlier. Yes, he was murdered. But it was someone else who shot him. Perhaps I should better explain. You, you see, while the course of events ended here only moments ago, they actually began hours before. Others had all been called here by Mr. Walters. This, this is his house. By the way, that's Mr. Walters over there. This is rather complex. I, I think it would be best if I just take you back and let you see the course of events myself. I could never do the story justice in my own words. Imagine it's now earlier this evening, and as I said, others have been called to meet with Mr. Walters and... Oh, Dear Mr. Walters. Mr. Walters. Steve, get up! I'm supposed to be dead. I know, but these people came to see a story unfold, and we can't very well, like, show the events of how you were murdered with you lying in the middle of the floor dead. But I've been shot. No, no, no. See, it's earlier now. You, you won't be shot for some time yet. You think it'll be okay? They won't be upset if a dead man just gets up and walks away? They'll understand. They came to see a story and not watch you lie on the floor. Go ahead, get up. I wasn't really prepared for this. I was expecting to be dead. I, I know, but it's for the best. What do I do now? To start, just wait in the other room. I sure hope you know what you're doing. So do I. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> as I was saying, uh, several people had all been called here by Mr. Walters. Uh, this is Betty Dupree, an old flame of Mr. Walters. She still intends to marry him, but not for the right reasons. Uh, and here is Jennifer Jones, Mr. Walters' business partner. Uh, Lydia Comfrey, Mr. Walters' current uh, fiancé. He loves her, and she loves his money. Uh, and uh, finally, there's Preston Lavender, Lydia's friend. Enough said. So there you have it. You've met everyone, and with that, I give you the murder of Stephen Walters. How should I know why we're here? You're his business partner. And you're his fiancée. Mm -hmm. Would you two quit your bickering? 
And I certainly don't know why you're here. Because I was the future Mrs. Walters long before you ever came into the picture. Oh, yes, was is the key word there. Ladies, ladies, please. Must you bring him everywhere? I was invited, just like you were. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were. Um, as you may have gathered, these folks don't exactly get along. They never have. Uh, to be quite honest, they're not the easiest of people to get along with. <laughs> Who's he talking to? I don't know. Who are you talking to? The audience. Oh, that's just great. Go ahead and spoil the illusion. I'm simply trying... You're ruining the story. I'm just trying to... You've broken our pace. I'm acting as the narrator just as I'm supposed to. <sighs> and... I suppose next you'll be telling them how it ends. They know how it ends. What? What? They know how it ends. Then what's the point? This is supposed to be a mystery. How much mystery can there be when they know how it ends? While it's true they know how it ends, they don't know who did it, only that it was done. Isn't that a big part of the mystery? Well, Well, it can be, but in this case, the real mystery is who, not how. And they don't mind knowing the end up front? They're still here, aren't they? That guy in the third row, he shifted in his seat three times already. I think they're about to get up and leave. They won't leave if you guys stick to the script and keep the story moving ahead. Oh, so now it's all fault. Let's just get back to the story, okay? Thank you. As I was saying, uh, there is no great love shared amongst any of these folks. Uh, To put it bluntly, they hate each other. Uh, But in that hate is the one common thread that brings them here today. As much as they may despise each other, they all hate Stephen Walters even more. I'm still not so sure about you talking to the audience like that. I just don't understand it. It's been done for thousands of years. It's called an aside. Oh, what? An aside. Theoretically, when I'm speaking to the audience, you aren't supposed to hear me. (laughs) That's silly. We're right here. How can we help but hear you? Yeah. You don't understand. Of course you can hear me, but you aren't supposed to go on as though you can't. The aside is an opportunity for me, as the narrator, to speak with the audience. It's almost as though I'm having a personal conversation with each member of the audience. Shakespeare used the sides all the time. It's like the chorus in the ancient Greek plays. But this ain't a musical. Just because there's a chorus doesn't mean it's a musical. Then why would they have a chorus? That's what I'm trying to explain. Then get on with it. We got a story to tell here. Yes. Right, the story. Where were we? Um, You were about to explain the purpose of the chorus to us. No, no, I meant this story. Remember the murder and all, body... Well, I, for one... Don't feel like I continue until you explain this chorus business. And that aside thing you keep pulling. I'll have to second that one. What are you doing here? I wanted to hear what you were talking about. Oh, good heavens. What about the audience? Uh, well, they've already paid their money. How do they know that this isn't the story they came to see? Because, yeah. because Lydia, we already told them it was a murder mystery. Oh, yes. But I want to know what the chorus is for if it's not for singing. Uh, Folks, uh, please bear with us for a moment. I I promise this won't take but a minute. Um, And we'll get right back to our story. Thank you. Yes, Yes. Yes. thank you. Thank you. As I said earlier, as the narrator, I will often speak to the audience as the story unfolds, much like the Greeks did in their plays thousands of years ago. But there, 
They most often use what is known as a chorus. But they didn't sing? Well, they may have in some cases, but they don't have to. You see, it wasn't the delivery that was important. It was the message. What was the message? Well, it would depend on the story. Now, what's important to understand now, and how this relates to the asides you've witnessed today, is why the chorus was there in the first place. Well, why were they there? Well, first and foremost, to help the story move forward. Well, why not just let the characters tell the story through dialogue? <sighs> they probably could. But when a story is very complex, it would take hour after hour of dialogue just to set the stage for the events about to happen. But if someone or a group of people, a chorus, were to fill in some of the background and detail as the story goes along, the audience gets all the facts and then the most important parts of the story can be played out on the stage. I don't dialogue. get it. I don't get it. No, you don't. Yes, what are you babbling about? The chorus, or in this case, a narrator, provides details of information that may not be readily apparent to the audience, but are important to understanding the story as a whole. But why do you keep talking to the audience? To help the story move ahead. <laughs> it sounds like a way for you to get some extra lines and try to upstage everyone. It has nothing to do with that. Everything I say has been carefully crafted by the playwright. Every line, stage direction, and aside has been thought out and written down. And for the story to work, it must be followed precisely. Oh, you, yes, you do seem to have a lot of lines, and some of your speeches are even leaning towards solo liliquid. That isn't true. No? Then why is it your lines are coming up every other time, and we off play round robin? Precisely. I, I don't know. I'm just an actor doing my lines as written. If you want to take issue with the quantity and occurrence of your lines, talk to the writer. Maybe you already did. <gasps> yeah. And that's why you have all the good lines. Exactly. Oh, people, this is getting too ridiculous. We have a story to tell, and I think it would be best if we got back to it. Well, that's easy for you to say, what, with having the leading role and all. I don't have the leading role. Oh, no, then who does? Well, I would say it's Steve. <sighs> Steve is the lead? But he's dead. Well, n not yet he isn't. Yeah. Not yet, I'm not. <laughs> but he will be. He hardly has any lines. <laughs> yes, what about that? I have more lines than Steve. Quantity of lines isn't the only factor in making the lead character. Now, what are you talking? The number of lines spoken is no criteria for calling someone the lead character. Then what really? is? Really? Oh. Uh, uh, the lead character... Am I the only one who thinks this way? The lead character is the one who gives all the other characters a reason to be here. Oh, this is getting way too technical. I'm bored. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay, we've gotten off track again. Let's just get back to our story, the one the audience came to see and try to entertain them to the best of our abilities. Remember, every part is important to the whole of the story, no matter how large... Or how small? A shot at me? Is no, it? No, 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 no. I'm just trying to get the story back on track and at the same time appease your delicate actor egos. <sighs> oh, okay. May I continue now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you're all okay with me being the narrator and speaking yeah, aside yeah. to the audience? Yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you. Actors. <sighs> now, where was I? Hmm. Uh, 
Oh, okay, right, 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 right. As I was saying, none of these folks care much for each other, and they had all been called here by Steve for reasons yet unknown. But I know why. What are you doing? I felt it my responsibility to interject and draw attention to myself being the star and all. I've put it all. Next, you'll be telling us that the only reason these people are here is to see you. That's it. That is it. People. People, please just calm down, Lydia. Yes. And you get off the stage. May I... May I get you anything? Uh, May I get you anything? May I get you anything? Are you talking to them or to us? To you. I'm the butler, after all. May I get you anything? (laughs) Oh, right. No, I'm fine. Uh, No. Anyone else? I think I'd like a root beer. What? I'd like a root beer. You're supposed to say no. How's that? When I say anyone else, you're supposed to say no. I am? Yes. Really? Yes. But I'm thirsty. (laughs) What? Uh, You need to get with it, Jennifer. We do have a story to tell, after all. But I really am thirsty. You know, so am I. Me too. Now that you mention it, uh, I'm feeling a kind of thirsty too. People! What are you doing? You asked if we wanted anything, and we said no. As you should. But we actually are thirsty. But you're not supposed to be. It's not part of the script. Really? And so far, what has been part of the script? (laughs) I I, I really don't think this is the time nor place to go into that. We must finish telling the story. Are you going to get us something to drink? No, I am not not going to get you something to drink. But what I am going to do is try my best to keep the story moving ahead, no matter what the rest of you try to do. John's right. We've got to get back on track. And with that, I shall go. I believe that's your cue, Jennifer. What? My cue? Oh, right, of course. Okay, before you go, why did Steve call us here tonight? I am the butler, and to that I do not know. And as the narrator? To that, I cannot say. Mm. We've been waiting waiting ten minutes now, and we still haven't seen Steve. I just wonder if this isn't one of his practical jokes, and he isn't even here. He wouldn't, would he? He might. He loves to make us suffer and show that he has complete control over every one of us. Well, he certainly does not control me. (laughs) I don't even know why you're here, dear. I am here because Steve wishes me to be here, dear. And the truth be told, I'm pretty sure it's for more than just my presence. What? What was that? What do you mean? That little comment just now. Yeah, what was that all about? (laughs) Well, yes. Well, I was trying one of those asides like John was doing earlier. 
Oh, good heavens, this play has become just one big farce. <laughs> what a spoil sport you are. I think you're jealous. Oh, jealous? Of what? Of my superior acting and ad-libbing abilities that I've been using to carry you and the rest of this cr- <laughs> cast through the play. <laughs> you can't even say it because you're kidding. <laughs> I've seen y'all looking at me in awe. Wait, that's short for awful. Right. Why, you... You... More <clears throat> superior ad-libbing, exactly. I see. Hmm. All right, now apologize. I... Uh, <laughs> you can't even handle a gun, can you? Don't you point that thing at me. handle you. <clears throat> um, me too. Me too. Uh, for those listening at home, the cast has collectively pulled pistols on each other. Come on, guys. Let's just all put our guns down, okay? It's just a play, you guys. That's all. Please, you guys, it isn't worth it. I mean, you've got so much to live for. Well, this is where you came in. The gunshots, the body falling, the butler with a gun, this has been the murder of Stephen Walters.